mom started watching Bridgerton. <gasps> Hello, welcome to Subtitles On or Off. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jess, and welcome to our fun place to talk about movies and TV shows. Bailey, how are you doing this week? I'm, you know, honestly, Jess, I'm a little hungover, because <laughs> I've had a busy week and a half. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, I'm hot off of a plane from yesterday, but I'm, you know, I'm ready to talk about Grey's Anatomy this week. You gotta rally, girl. I'm here to rally. This is one of our favorite topics. We talk about this all the time in our friendship. Literally, every time we see each other. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, one of the things that we bonded over very early in our friendship. Mm -hmm. Still going strong, even though is the show. That's (laughs) 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 We can get into that today. But first, um, what are you watching? I am actually, okay, I've I've actually had quite a busy week as well, so I've been catching up on A Million Little Things, <gasps> which I'm not 100% caught up. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize how behind I was. Oh, yeah. You're like a whole, what, half season? Full season? Yeah. Half? Uh, three quarters. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like, I thought I was like maybe six episodes behind. No. I'm like 12. Yeah, they did like a full 20, 22 episodes. Yeah, it was a season. long one. I yeah. wasn't ready for it. And so I started back up and I was like not ready for the commitment that is watching all these episodes back yeah. to back. Because it's better as a weekly show in my opinion. Yeah, I a couple months ago or a month ago maybe I caught up from what I was behind on. And I was behind like a season and a half. But I had oh, some time on my hands. Okay, so yeah. I was catching up. And then I caught up to where it was on TV. So I think I watched the last four episodes of the season when they aired. And I okay. agree it's... Much better as a weekly show. Yeah, in doses. Yeah. <laughs> but so you've been catching up on that? Yeah, so it, it's been pretty good. I mean, um, G- Gary and Maggie kissed. Love it. In yeah, the elevator. So, yeah, I kissed in the elevator. So that was cute. And then obviously there's like all these other things going on. Um, I know you told me something that happened this season that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Peter hasn't died yet. Spoiler alert. Ooh. And then... Yeah, you're still co- you're still miles away. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. very behind. Yeah. So that's been good. And then I had a free Saturday night, so I decided to watch the classic You've Got Mail for the first time. Oh my god. I don't know how I hadn't seen it. You hurt me when you say things like this. I know. I'm like, Bailey's gonna be so disappointed in me. What do you mean? You've never seen You've Got Mail. Well, okay, every time it comes to a movie that happened before I was born. Uh-huh. It's all my parents' fault. It's their job to catch me up on the classics that are the must-sees. All right, fair enough. Right? Fair enough. My parents were very, like, on top of that. Yeah, my parents are, but it's, it's more like as it comes up. It's like, oh my god, you haven't seen this? Let's watch it. Yeah. And then I tell them I've never seen You've Got Mail, and I'm like, you know, I've never seen it. I don't know. They're like, how have you never seen it? I'm like, it is your <laughs> fault. You, it you're is why. your fault. Thank you so much. I rest my case. So what'd you think? It was cute. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I mean, I like both the actors and like a lot of their other movies from around that time. Um, it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. 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 So it was cute, but the whole time I was like, after we found out, or after, um. Tom Hanks's character found out that, like, who she is and that they're corresponding with each other, but they, like, hate each other because of the book industry and all this stuff. Yeah. But then he keeps, like, playing her. 
And he's like trying to, you know, basically watch her put her foot in her mouth talking about, <laughs> you know, she goes home and messages him on the internet and she's like talking about this guy that she hates. And then she sees him in person, not knowing that it's her pen pal, and, like, totally tells him off. Is like, honestly really rude to him. And then he just, like, sits there and takes it and has all this information. And the whole time I'm like, he's playing her. Like, what is his play here? Like, I don't understand it. And then at the very end, he just kind of, like, reveals himself. And she just says, I hoped it was you. And I'm like, what? You hated that guy two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, well, I think his play was... I need to get her to fall in love with me as a person and not this, like, figment of her imagination that she's been emailing or, or whatever. Right. So, and I, I did like watching them actually connect in person, and she did start to like him and befriend him as Joe Fox, him in person. Yeah. Um, And then, you know... I think you also sort of saw that, like, once you form those connections in person, then the virtual connection that you have is a little bit less significant. Like, you're not feeling as much. And then, um, but she was, like, still down to meet him and everything like that. And then it was cute the way they re- they revealed him with calling his dog's name. Yeah. And he's just walking up. So it, it was very cute. It was very well done. But it was also, like, a little bit cheesy in the sense that she just, like, Sort of falls into his arms, of and, you know. That's one of the iconic scenes I know. from the movie. Wait, have you you've seen Sleepless in Seattle? Yes. Right? Thank yes. God. I'm like, we're gonna have a problem. I'm not. I'm not totally inept. Okay. Yeah. My parents did something right. <laughs> I mean, I would say of you know, you've got mail is probably not the best of the those movies, but. I mean, my dad texted me the other day and was like, have you ever seen Fight Club? I was like, bro, yes, I've seen Fight Club. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, how, how I'm offended <laughs> by that question. What kind of question is that? <laughs> I feel like we were at a friend's party the other day and everyone was like, y'all need to watch Fight Club. What the hell? And then we were like, who hasn't seen who Fight hasn't Club? Who hasn't seen Fight Club? Like, Kicked out of this friend group right now. <laughs> like, how dare you? That's fun, though. I should revisit that movie. It's been a minute. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, Helena Bottom Carter, Ed Norton, like... Yeah. Anyways, uh, what are you watching? Okay, so, again, I've been traveling and super busy, so I have not had time to watch that much stuff. I get it. You're too good for us. It's I fine. Look, all I'm saying is a wedding is a lot of work. <laughs> not my wedding, but still. Um, no, but so while I was in town, my I was with my family... And my dad really badly wanted to go see the new Top Gun Maverick movie. And I was like, yeah, fucking why not? Sure. So we went. Okay. So good. Really? Oh, so good. I, for the full, like, two hours and 15 minutes, I was just so, like, it, like, I can't even, like, just my, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Damn. And, and it wasn't just, like, eye candy, enjoyable, fun. It was, like, actually good. Yeah, like, eye candy Miles Teller is just, I eat, like, cherry on top, like, and also, I don't love Tom Cruise, I've never been a Tom Cruise fan. Yeah, he doesn't do much for me. But he also didn't look bad in this movie. I'm like, for 50, honey, okay, you're looking good. He he didn't look bad in the original movie either, so. Oh, ain't that the truth? Um... But yeah, it the story, the way they t- they tied in the first movie because it's a sequel, but not making it so cheesy because it has been so many years since the original, they could so easily make it too on the nose like this is a, you know, a playoff of Top Gun. Right. But it was just it was perfect. Like there was just enough 
um, connection between the first movie and this one. A whole new storyline. The effects, like, was so good. And I remember watching some interviews of why Tom Cruise waited so long is because he wanted the film industry and the technology to advance for it to be a good film. That's cool. So, like, the actors were actually in fighter jets they weren't driving them i think someone else was driving them but they were literally in the air filming and there was a camera in the the um what's it called the cockpit yeah there was a camera on them so like their their faces and everything going on in those scenes was actually them flying and them being scared shitless and it was incredible and rumor has it tom cruise actually flew his own jet I've heard that rumor as well. Which, he does have his pilot's license. He has had it forever. He does fly them often. I'm just not sure if he would be able to act and fly and, like, risk getting, like, all these people hurt and all. And, right. like, crashing their million-dollar plane yeah. on set. So, I don't know, but it it was so good. And well, it, it sounds good. I mean, based on your recommendation, maybe I'll go watch it. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Because I will watch it again. Okay. And so, let's go watch it, and then we'll chat more about it. Because I don't want to give you... Any spoilers, but it was very emotional because, like, the whole story is like Miles Teller's character is playing Goose's son from the oh, original Top Gun. Okay, see, I didn't even know that much. <laughs> yeah, so it was because Goose in the original had like a baby uh-huh. with his wife, and then Goose died from right. the baby. So now the baby's grown up and is in Top okay, Gun. That's cute. And he obviously joined because of his dad. Right. Okay. And Miles so, Teller is like a great actor, so I'm not oh, surprised that like we get some good emotion yeah. in the story. It was really good. I cried a bunch. I smiled a bunch. I laughed. It was it was so good. I can't I love that. We're gonna go watch it again. I'm buying my tickets. After this. <laughs> okay. Oh good. Okay. Okay. And now we're gonna jump right into season eighteen of Grey's Anatomy. We're really excited. We are longtime Grey's Anatomy fans. When Long did time. you start watching? Um. All right. So I count by seasons because <laughs> I don't know the years. I binged seasons one through, like, seven and a half on Netflix. Okay. And then in high, when I was in high school. And then I was watching, I remember the first episode I watched live was, I want to say, the car crash, like, singing episode of season seven. Oh, my gosh. Or maybe it was the episodes after that. All I know is Callie was in the car crash, Sophia, all that had just happened. Okay. So I started watching live on TV mid-season seven, and then I haven't stopped since. So 10 years? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 10 years. Live, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not too far off from you. I watched one through nine on okay. Netflix, and then I watched season 10 live on TV, which was rough, having to go through season 10 and then saying goodbye to Christina at the end, like... Dude, also that mid-season finale of 10 with the wedding, Jackson April's wedding. Yeah. We had to wait six months for that shit. Dude. Like, there, nothing will beat the first Netflix binge. Because I, I still remember, it was my senior year of high school, and I was in yearbook. And by the time you finish the yearbook, you have to send it off to get it printed, like, three or four months before school ends. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there doing nothing with a computer in front of me. You better bet I watch Netflix every single day in your book. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I think when I binged Grey's Anatomy, it was summer break. So like, Ooh, you had nothing else. to do. Nothing else to do. I remember staying up till six a.m. binging <laughs> and then sleeping all day. It pissed my parents off so bad. And then I remember I got my brother into it, 
but he was like a season behind me and so he would also stay up late watching it but we were not on the same season and I was not about to sit and watch it rewatch it with him I'm like no I need to know what's going on in my season <laughs> so I would binge it in my room and he would <laughs> he would be in the living room on the main tv watching it and so when I would go out for snacks or something at like 2 a.m I would see what episode he's on and I'm like oh yeah that's a good one and, I, <laughs> and then go back to my oh room God, I love this. <laughs> and finish what I'm watching Oh, so, so good. I've done that for a lot of shows, though. I think I did that with One Tree Hill, too, when I was binging it. Yeah. S- summer break was it for me. It was like, who needs to be up during the day? I'm just binge everything at night. Damn, Bailey, Night Owl. I know. But so, yeah, we're in 18? Yeah. yeah 18 oh, seasons. And then going into 19. Well, and we hit 400 episodes, which is a huge accomplishment for a show. I also love that 400 was the finale. Oh, it was perfect. I feel like they they obviously did that on purpose, yeah. but but still, it was very fitting. Okay, so let's recap season 18, because it's been a couple months. For sure. And season 18 had a good, actually a few uh, good chunks of, like, breaks. So I feel like a lot happened over quite a long period of time. But just to hit some bullet points, we have Meredith in Wisconsin at the Parkinson's trial. Minnesota. Minnesota. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, the Midwest. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's all the same, really. <laughs> um, and then obviously there we meet Kai. We meet Nick. Um, back at Seattle Grace, we're dealing with a physician shortage. We have Owen's car accident that he's coming back from. Um, at some point, Schmidt loses a patient and quits medicine, mm-hmm. quits being a surgeon. And then um, Bailey and Ben get Prue. We also see Richard trying to teach the residents with the Weber method. Which led to the Schmidt killing a patient situation. Which, yes, thank yeah. you. And then also led to the residency program being questioned and eventually shut down, as we see. Whew. Yeah. Um, Hottie Baldy left, Dr. Hayes. Yeah, because of Owen and all his illegal activity. Well, that and, yeah, I guess mostly that. And I was kind of, like, butthurt the way that we left him, like, because... He, they showed, like, flashbacks of him and Meredith's, you know, friendship that was kind of flirty, and they maybe had went on a date, but his kids weren't ready for him to date, and it just, like, I was just kind of annoyed that it was, it happened in flashbacks, and we didn't get to see it in real time. Yeah. But as far as the rest of the season went, I feel like that's how they had to do it. Um, some other things, we got a couple Addison cameos, that was fun. Yes. Love Addison. Love Addison. Um, Winston's brother came in and stirred up some drama at the end. Sure did. And then Bailey got this hot resident. Oh, yeah. Who ended up kissing her. Ooh, that was crazy. That was crazy. I saw it coming, though. I, I mean, they were totally vibing. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just wanted to believe that he was, like, a good guy. Which, not that he's not, but, like, I just feel like there's a respect there. Like, you don't kiss the fucking chief of surgery. I know. I feel like they handled it really well, though. Like, I loved seeing how Bailey and Ben handled that whole situation. Oh, yeah. Just out of, like, humor and being like, oh, my God, your resident kissed you. Or, yeah. And then, like, some chick asked him out on Station yeah. 18 and all that. It, he had a buckle bunny. But then it kind of got them worried that, you know, are they doing enough in their marriage and all this stuff. But I think they handled it really well. It was, it was, I'm glad that it didn't turn into something more. For sure. And, like, I, we both watched Station 19, so we get a fair amount of Bailey and Ben. Yeah. But they're actually one of my favorite couples. I really like them and their marriage. And, like, honestly, I, I would be open to so much more of Bailey and Ben and their kids and their, like, Prue and the adopted teenager and Tuck. I would be open to so much more of them and so much less of Teddy and Owen. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I just feel like Ben and Bailey have become this like stable, consistent couple in the show. And I've always said this about TV shows, and Grey's Anatomy has been like my, I guess, like base of where I created this theory. Okay. Is that every show needs a stable couple that maybe has a few hiccups in the beginning and then is together the whole time. Mm-hmm. No issues, just love, maybe some, a little bit of stuff in between. But overall, nothing's going to happen to them. Then you need, like, a good love triangle. And then you need, like, the off and on. And then you need the slow burn. Ooh, I love this. Every show has it. If they don't, that's when you start feeling the, like, is this a good show? Like, kind of a thing. I'm not into this. Another show that really stands, like, true to is One Tree Hill. I was just going to say. They got love triangles. Yep. They They got got Nathan and Haley, the consistent. They've got Lucas, Peyton, and Brooke, the love triangle. Then they have the slow burn of Lucas and Peyton. Yes. And then, I don't remember what else I said. But that basically, oh the, oh, the on and off. Which is also Lucas and Brooke. Which is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but every show has it. And Grey's Anatomy has had <laughs> their cycles of, so of these couples. Yeah. But, like, for the longest time, it was Meredith and Derek. Right. And then, it, I think it became Ben and Bailey. Ben and Bailey. That's a great point. I really yeah. like that. Speaking of couples... We had some exciting couple developments this season. We did. So Maggie and Winston, I forget if they got married. I think they got married last season, but we saw a lot of a lot more of them uh, this season because like Winston yeah. was long distance for a second. So we saw them in like their honeymoon phase and their budding marriage. Um, yeah, well, because like Maggie, the, like Mag- the actor who plays Maggie, I believe is pregnant in real life, and so she yes. was gone for a little bit. Right. And then, so we kind of only got him. And I'm just saying, I'm not complaining. Maggie's, ugh, what, what? She's fine now. But yeah, but he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> he, like, I've never liked Maggie, but when she got together with Winston, I started, um, uh, what's it called? Tolerating, tolerating her. Tolerating her, <laughs> yes. I started tolerating her a little more. Yeah, I'm in the same way. I never loved her, but I was I was excited for this relationship. They had good chemistry, um, so yeah. that was fun. And then we also see Link and Joe have a couple of developments this season. They slept together, best friends, friends to lovers. Are we here for it? Are we not? Are you? Like, kind of. <laughs> I like them. I know you do. I just, I don't know. I think, okay, this all roots back to my Amelia issue is I just can't handle them jumping Amelia from one relationship to the other. Yeah. So I was really into Amelia and Link. I was like, great, perfect, settle down, all this stuff. That clearly didn't happen. And then... With Joe, like, I was down for the Joe and Jackson, like, friends with benefits situation oh, last yeah. that season. that was fun. Just because I'm like, yeah, get laid, whatever. Yeah, you're both super hot. Makes yeah. Sense. And then I feel like this Link and Joe situation is a long time coming. But they were giving me, like, Meredith and Alex vibes early, a couple seasons ago, like, early on in their uh, friendship. okay. And so when they started getting them together, I was like, this is just, like, a easy out. I'm like, you can't, it's because they don't want to bring anyone else new in to do something. And I yeah. just, I just don't feel it. And then. See, there were, there have been moments where I really felt their chemistry and like they would look at each other or like the first time they slept together was like super high attraction. And 
I'm not saying they're perfect for each other. Like, yeah. maybe they are better as friends, even with this history now. But, like, I definitely want them. Like, we saw at the end of 18, like, at least they're, you know, back to being friends. Yeah. Which is what they need. Like, I'm not mad at it. But I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with it. It's not my favorite. No. Like, Grey's Anatomy used to give me obsession. I used yeah. to, like... This couple needs to be together or I will quit watching the show. Okay, that's dramatic because obviously that will never happen. But that it used to give me that feeling and they don't give me that feeling, but they give me the feeling of it's good enough. <laughs> this well, is fine. Which seems to be the theme for the last two seasons. <laughs> good enough. Okay, let's talk about some other couples. Amelia and Kai, which obviously Amelia jumped from relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. But what did you think? Um, I thought it was cute. I did really enjoy it. I love that they brought in a non-binary character. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Love that. I think Kai is a very cool person. Um, uh, they're very, like, strong in their industry and their work and everything with the, um, what was it? The, like, trial, the Parkinson's trial they were doing. I just, again, my quarrel is with Amelia. It's just that, like... When are they finally going to let her just be happy and content? Because did you watch Private Practice? Yeah. So I was really happy with how her story ended on Private Practice. Yeah. And she's been through so much in her life. And a lot of people who haven't seen Private Practice don't really understand kind of Amelia's journey. And so when she got to Seattle and then she dated Owen and then she married Owen and then a month later... Like, the brain tumor, and then they got divorced, and then she got with Link, and with Owen, she didn't want kids, and then she actually got pregnant with Link, and then now she wanted a kid, and then she was so in love with Link, and then Link wanted more kids, and then she was like, I don't want more kids, I'm done. Yeah, and Uh, I don't want to get married either. Yeah, I don't want to get married, and cut it off, and and then now she's with Kai, and and Kai doesn't want kids. Yeah, that was... And so it's, it's fine. Again, I like them, they're really cute. I think they're cute. I think they had good chemistry. Honestly, they gave me butterflies a couple of times this season, which was fun. They did have good we chemistry. We weren't getting it yeah. from a lot of other couples. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation that Amelia had with, I think, Link or Owen. Somebody, basically, she was talking about her relationship with Kai and about Kai being non-binary and Amelia having not really explored queer relationships before. And Amelia said, you know, once I finally kind of open my heart up to it and open my heart up to them like I feel more myself than I ever have yeah I loved that conversation and the way that we got to see her process those emotions um so I thought that was really cool and then of course at the very end we see them kind of reunite and you know Kai feels it just as much as Amelia does and that's kind of like that push and pull that we've been wanting like they're they're doing a good job of writing it I'll say yeah but I agree with you about Amelia's past and Amelia's like past relationships and the way that she falls into love and all that so I'd be interested to see where they go next season I think one thing that did kind of uh, make me understand this new relationship for her and her new storyline she's going on is when she was having that conversation with April in the emergency room in the last season in the last episode and um she was talking about how she's fallen in love many times and that it was exciting and chaotic and 
and heartbreaking and, and all this these high emotions. Yeah. But that with Kai, it felt safe and it didn't feel chaotic or anything like that. It it just felt that she was finally seen for the first time. Yeah. And that for me, I was like, okay. I, I'm like, this, this is good because I'm glad they acknowledge that Amelia has fallen in love with so many freaking people over <laughs> yeah. the years. Yeah. And they needed to address it. It just like, I feel like they ran out of people to get together. So they're just making Amelia date a million people. And I'm like, dude, I'm over it. I love Katarina scores whatever her name is. Yeah. I love her, but it's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I feel you. Um, okay, let's talk about the big one. Ooh. Meredith and Nick. Okay. What, I, what, yeah, you go first. What'd you think? I mean, as much as it's the whole, like, we've been watching this for 18 seasons, we know all about Meredith and Derek, we know everything that she's been through, we know how hard it is, we know how much she loved Derek, and she never wants to move on or love anybody else, and blah, 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 blah. I really like him. <laughs> um, I think that he's great with her. Like, I think that he's super hot um, and really, you know, gentle. And I love how much he, like, respects her and her work and knows how amazing she is and so headstrong and that, you know, he she doesn't need him, but, like, he's so happy that they're, like, you know, kind of side by side. He's very humbled by her. Yeah, yeah. which I think is really attractive, um, but also just a great quality of relationship. Well, I think, too, that comes from him being her patient. That's true. Like, she literally saved his life, so he's, I'll do anything for you, you know? I loved watching their, like, the beginning of their relationship and how you know, she didn't really want to give in. It was kind of casual at first. Maybe not casual, but, like, she wasn't going to p- call him her boyfriend. But I love that he's another doctor. I mean, I can never imagine her not with a doctor because even in the beginning, she was, there was such a trust there that she could use him as a sounding board, and the conversations that they would have were, like, so honest and so respectful, and he never pushed for too many questions that she couldn't tell him and things like that. So it was really cool. Well, and he's also a general surgeon. Mm-hmm. So they have that connection, too, of they're in the same field of medicine, where with Derek, she understood a little bit of neuro, but they never had that same connection of, like, I really need your help on this case. like Right. And they can really dive into that together. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the way that we got to know Nick which it was like in little conversations that he would have with her and then there was the weekend away where we got to see his niece and the way that he deals with relationships and things like that and then I like bitch it's okay I have to put the right back up um and then I liked one more time I liked seeing him teach uh, because that's one of my favorite things about Meredith is the way that he taught the, I don't know if he was a resident or whatever, but they were doing a transplant and Nick went to speak to the family and we got to see how, you know, he prioritizes people so much more um, than just the case or just the medicine, the same way that Meredith does. Meredith knows everybody's name. She cares about everybody. And it was so cool to see like his priorities line up like that. One well, again, I think that comes from him being a patient, he's been on that other side, had a transplant from his best friend, 
all that stuff. And then Meredith has that connection because she's been the wife that has been told by a doctor that your husband is dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So they do connect on so many things. I also love them. I don't know if I've said that. I do. I do really, I do really like them. But I remember when the first episodes in Minnesota started and Nick showed up and I feel like we texted each other and was like, are we supposed to remember who that is? Because I don't (laughs) remember who that is. Um, and I had to go back and find that yeah. episode. It was like one episode or maybe two that he was in as a patient. But they, like their chemistry, the was flirting, off the walls. yeah, Woo. yeah. It was, it was really good. I also really like this relationship, and I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I loved, I, I lo- also love the episode of the getaway, meeting his niece, all that situation. Yeah. I love Meredith's feedback to him of like I've been the girl that needs to escape and not go to college and you just have to trust her like she needs to figure out who she is and what she wants to do um that was really it was really sweet like it was it was nice yeah um he's really great with her kids like he's great he came to help out Bailey with the physician shortage and everything I'm really sad how they ended I know. But I think they'll be fine. I'm yeah. not worried about it. Mer- like, I think he knows Meredith enough to know that she was hot-headed in the moment, was upset, wasn't the time for this conversation, and just kind of walked away. And he's, away. like, so into her, and, like, I think that he'll fight for her, and, yeah, so. But that whole speech at the end of the season finale in Dr. Bailey's office, where he's talking to Meredith, and he says... When she's like, why didn't you tell me that I was, you know, that I was essentially wrong? Why didn't you stop me? And he had the whole conversation of that I have enough respect and I'm humbled enough to admit that maybe I was wrong. And because you're Meredith Gray and you don't like being told what to do. That was a great line. I was like, you understand her. Like, you, you know her. And also, like, I think the biggest part of that is the humility and the respect because... Derek, as much as we love him, he would have come in hot-headed even more and been like, I know what's best. You're going to do it this way. We're not doing this surgery. Like, he totally would have kind of told her what to do. Right. Well, that was a huge thing with Meredith and Derek's relationship later on in the show is that he didn't respect her. Yeah. And she called him on it many times. Like, you're always going to view me as that intern or that resident who doesn't know as much as you do. And you think your career is more important than mine. Right. And then that can also come into play with her relationship with DeLuca. Of DeLuca was like, you don't respect me and you don't see me as an equal. And that didn't end well for them. Oh, Our- I completely forgot about DeLuca. I know. <laughs> I also, just side note, want to say I loved her and DeLuca. Yeah. I, I like her and Nick <laughs> more than I liked her and DeLuca. I'll be honest. I think, I mean, obviously I think same. Yeah. yeah. But I did love DeLuca. I think they did him dirty. R.I.P. Andrew DeLuca. But but I do think that's what makes her and Nick so great is they have that mutual respect and that humbleness and everything. Obviously, he knows she's Meredith Grey. Like, she's a superior and he's okay with that, which I feel like is so hard to find, especially with Meredith being such a strong woman. So, and I... Excuse me. I didn't like her and Baldy. Like, I mean, they had vibes, but like, we didn't have anybody else to root for. So, like, when Nick came in, I was like, "Fuck Baldy, let's go." I know. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, I really enjoyed the season. Okay, so let's talk about like kind of how the season ended. Um, because yeah. we kind of hit a lot of points of like what else went on in the season. Um, and obviously a lot of big stuff happened, but it's also like you know it's season eighteen. A lot has happened in so many years. Um, and I really enjoyed the finale. Me too. Great episode. I mean, episode 400. Yeah. And they did a great job. We got a nice little montage at the end. We got all the old songs that gave us all the feelings. We got so many montages through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like it opened with a montage. Or, like, in the earlier of the episode. Yeah. And I feel like we were just, I don't know, we were on this journey. And then it wasn't just, like, our characters, but it was also the case that was going on. Yeah. That shit wrecked me. I'm not gonna lie. I sent you a Snapchat. I was bawling my eyes out, dude. Like, I cried so many times in that last episode. I haven't had like a good like shoulder shaking sob from a TV show. <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest. Since Miller died on 19, Oof. like yeah, it that this episode really got to me, and it was just it was really beautiful. And you know how I feel about like parents and kids, and like oh, I, I just know. can't handle it. I know. And so yeah, that family was really beautiful, and then. Like, and even the way we saw our characters interact with that family, and then, like, Winston running the baby, and, like... I know! Well, when he's looking at Joe and Maggie, he's like, I need to take the baby right now, and then him and Maggie kind of share this look where she's like, oh, shit, he's dying. I'm like, yeah, where do you think he got the blood? The fact that they were the same blood type... Oh, my gosh. I was like, he's gonna save her, and I started crying then, the minute he was like, give my wife all the blood. I don't care. Give it to her. The fact that, like, the blood was... In the car accident and like, ugh. I know. It's like the perfect storm all over again. It's just like Ooh. everything that could go wrong did. did. Yeah. Um, but no, and then I knew when we first started seeing this couple, their whole hello forever thing was going to come and really just jab you in yeah. the heart there at the end. Oh, we absolutely knew that we were going to watch him die. Yeah. Well, of course. But, but it kept us going. Like, I didn't know if they were going to let us see that he got to meet his kid or not meet the baby that was the whole thing and i'm like please for the love of god just let him meet the baby like that's all i need and so when he held the baby and he said hello forever and then he died i was like no it's i'm gonna cry right now (laughs) it was so sad it was really sad um wow but like oh god it's so sad but like the way that he you know, he kind of, he knew he was dying, and so did she, and they kind of got to, like, plan, and he got to pick out a name, and... Yeah. But then he only got to meet him for, like, one second. I know. But his wife's whole thing was, I can do the most difficult things. Like, I can unplug him. I can live without him. I can explain to our son how much he loved him, but I need him to meet his yeah. son. Like, he... I literally just gave myself goosebumps right yeah. now. Like... <laughs> And then Link's speech about meeting Scout and how, like, everything in that moment was enough Mm -hmm. and more than enough. It was, like, uh, it was everything. I know. I just almost wish that he had lived long enough to know that his wife was okay because she was still kind of in limbo there. But, you know, he knows. That's that whole, you know. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was really, it was really sweet. I thought it was a really good patient. We haven't had a really good patient storyline in a long time. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, I used to get really attached to patient stories. Yeah. Like, I honestly didn't even care that much about the lady that Meredith killed with the, the yeah, aunt. She, she was with, only there for an episode. We got yeah. this couple for a few episodes. Yeah. It, that, that couple being in so many episodes really reminded me of, like, the OG Grey's Anatomy. And, like, oh, we would yeah. see patients 
over a course of time. Denny was in the whole season. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Denny later. I can't. <laughs> but yes, I agree. Um, but so let's talk about the residency program getting shut down. Ooh, yeah. That was saw that coming. So like, how? I know we're like obviously caught up on these last few seasons, but for me personally, I'm not like. Yeah, um, Helm and Schmidt have been there for a while, but, like, I'm not that attached to them, to be honest, and, like... I mean, I like Schmidt. Yeah, they're fine, but I'm not that attached. No. So, like, and then the recent interns and residents that they've introduced, I don't know them at all. So, like, obviously, I think hospital-wise, and, like, Richard and Meredith and Catherine, like, everybody, I'm, I'm sad to see the residency program being shut down, but other than that, I... I just, like, I didn't really feel for, you know, Schmidt and Helm that much because, like, I don't know. I just, like, don't. Yeah. Well, when the lady that came to evaluate the residency program, when she was talking to Bailey at the end, like, explaining that when you work in a place for so long, your coworkers become your family and you start to not understand the hierarchy and respect who's in charge. And she said that you'll never – or Richard will never listen to you. Yeah. And – Meredith, Meredith will never listen to him. Yeah. Kind of a thing. But and, also he'll never listen to Meredith because Meredith is now above him. Right. So it's that, like, she made such a good point. Oh, she hit the nail on the head. On the head. And it was, it's, it just explains all of Grey's Anatomy yeah. for years. I mean, Meredith essentially owns the hospital. Well, and I think that when she was saying that, I was picturing, you know, I wasn't sure where Bailey would go in that suit. I guess when she was saying that, I thought that Bailey would remain chief. It was Richard's time to to step down. It's been his time to step down for a while now. And then I thought that was sort of going to solidify Meredith leaving. Mm -hmm. And the complete opposite of what I thought happened. Um, Meredith might stay as interim chief and Bailey stepped down. Yeah, Bailey was like, I quit. Bye. I'm going to make cookies with my daughter. I love that. I, I think Bailey has done a really great job of prioritizing her health over the past years, especially since she had that heart attack. Yeah. I've also haven't loved who Bailey has become as chief of surgery. Like, I miss Bailey who cared about people. And Well, it's everything that we see with every chief and interim chief <laughs> um, <laughs> that we've had on this show is that they miss surgery. Yeah. Like, my favorite episode or my favorite um, Bailey scenes from this season was the episode where she was like, Fuck my paperwork for the day. You take my paperwork for the day. I'm going to go do surgery back to back to back. Mm -hmm. And she had a great day. Yeah. And we saw her personality come alive again and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't understand how they would put a surgeon in such an administrative role. I I mean, I I have no idea how hospitals and all that hierarchy works. But, like, it's just everything that we've seen over the years in this show. I agree. I still stand by it. The best chief who has been able to manage both is Weber. Is Weber. He's the only chief that had a long enough career, a surgical career, to be chief and be okay with stepping down from the hands-on and handling the management perspective of it. But still, he did so many surgeries when he was yeah. chief. And we never see that anymore. I still remember, like, he would still fight for the surgeries and, like, how he kicked Alex out of that one surgery. Yeah. And, like, he was still such a shark. Yeah. And so that was super fun. And, and, you know, I agree. I think Bailey was a little young. I mean, I... But we weren't ready for, like, a new character. No, of course I, not. I remember when she became chief, and I was like, is she really? But, like, who else could it be, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, so when 
the way I see it is if this finale had been written a little differently, a little changes in the writing, as in, like, the residency program didn't get shut down and Bailey decided to, like, step down from chief of surgery and wanted to be more hands-on and have a family and uh, Meredith and Nick decided to stay in Seattle. Like, maybe if the last couple of episodes had been written differently to be a happier ending... That could have been a finale. Right. I see it. Jackson and April came back. Okay, let's talk about April. What the fuck? What right. do you mean, what the fuck? I just, I was not ready. I'm so happy, but I was not ready. Like, we see the scene. I'm like, I get it. Catherine's doing this, like, fake funeral, which was so funny. And, like, I really, I wasn't sure what was happening for a second. Uh, when Jackson was, like, giving her eulogy. I could care less about Catherine. I, like, kind of um, want her to die. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't like her. I'll say it. Okay. Might be unpopular opinion. I don't like her. It's fine. I've never liked her. She's not the best. <laughs> okay, I don't I guess I don't want her to die. I guess if anyone were to die, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Catherine. Yeah. I completely understand. I think it was more like honestly in that moment, I like wasn't really that worried about Catherine. I was like watching Jackson like Jesse Williams, round of applause. Whew. I was, like, watching Jackson go through these emotions, and I was, like, just feeling for Jackson. But he wasn't feeling that much. Uh, he was, like, putting it on a little okay. bit. Um, he's, he's an actor. Actor. But um, then we see April's there, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. You know, we're doing the fake eulogy. Like, Harriet's there. Great. And then the elevator at the end. Yeah, God damn, well, they look good in an elevator. Uh, the elevators on the show. But, sorry, I skipped a part. Let's rewind. Back to mm-hmm. April. She says, who's she? She's talking to Amelia. Amelia, yeah. And she's like, you know, every so often love comes back around. And we all think that she's talking about, what's his face, Matthew. I didn't. What? Um, yeah. Because no. it's a, their whole storyline. No. And they came back together. No. So I thought that she was talking about him. And then I they was wrong. They got divorced. When? What? Jessica. The episode where Jackson was leaving, he goes to see April and asks her to move to Boston with him. Oh, And he's like, I'll get you and Matthew a job. Matthew can come. Bring Ruby. All this stuff. And she's like, Matthew and I separated. It didn't work out. You know, I completely forgot about this. Yeah, he couldn't get past the death of his wife. He couldn't get past, like, essentially blaming April. Right. All this stuff. Oh, yes. So the minute she moves, I'm like, when that was the last I saw of Jackson and April, I was like, in my, I had to make up this fantasy in my head, <laughs> this headcanon of them, that they end up together. And so I was like, they're living happily in Boston. So when they were coming back, the minute she said that, I was like, yes, please, God, get them together. And I was right. You were right, and... I was wrong. So <laughs> I enjoyed it nonetheless. So were you so shocked by their kiss in the elevator? Absolutely. I was I screamed. <laughs> I screamed. It was it was a moment. I had an experience. I really enjoyed it. Um and I knew that you were behind and that was the moment that I texted you. I was like, "You need to get caught up." Well, I knew they were coming back together. And so I had this in the back of my head. Give me a, a Jackson and April reunion. Yeah, we needed it. That's why I say, from what I said earlier, that if things had been written a little differently for how the hospital ended up, this would have been a great series finale. Because we had the montages. We had 
Meredith become I've always said this how this show will end this is my prediction when it does end yeah Meredith becomes chief of surgery it yeah. only makes sense I mean even after the conversation that we just had about how Bailey has handled chief of surgery but well yeah but we're not gonna have to watch Meredith handle chief of surgery so we don't gotta worry about that I respect that but and that's not saying it would happen in present time maybe we get a flash forward in Meredith right. chief of surgery whatever but I've always said I think Meredith will become chief of surgery and so if things had been ending on a happier note for everybody, like Weber and Catherine went off to go to the pyramids or whatever and yeah. and all this stuff, it would have been a great series finale the way everything kind of tied up. But I'm glad that it's not because I love the show and I never want to end. <laughs> for sure. I mean, we've said for the last few years that like we just want them to end it right because yeah. it kind of keeps going downhill. Um, it's just not as good as it used to be, in my opinion. And so I just... But this season was fun. I, I probably enjoyed this season more than, like, the COVID season, for sure. Of course. COVID um, season was bad. And then I'm a little bit... Obviously, I love the j kiss, but I'm just bummed because I know that, like, they're not going to be regulars next season or, like, in it at all. Well, speaking of that, if you have such a physician shortage, maybe you shouldn't fire... All your uh, doctors yeah. and your actors. Like, where's Arizona? Where's Cali? Where's April? Bring, bring them back. Bring them bring back. back. Like, you're... I know for sure that April and Arizona, they were fired from the show. They were not... Yeah. They did not choose to leave. Well, yeah. Their whole thing was that they, like, didn't have a storyline for them. I'm like, I'll give a fuck. Boom. Like, I'll give you a storyline. So, well, Teddy Owen ugh. left... Weber left, Bailey quit, so we at Jackson and April aren't sticking around. So we literally have Meredith, we got Joe, Link, Amelia, Amelia, Maggie, Winston. Um, that I said Link, uh, Nico, Schmidt, and then Helm, and then all the interns or whatever. That's not even a department head for every department. No, we're done. Like. But we have to watch Meredith put it back together. She doesn't even have residents. Like, no. she doesn't have people to teach. She doesn't have doctors to run a hospital. Like, I don't even know how she's going to do this. I don't know how they're going to get out of it. But I will say, I loved Jackson's speech to her because this whole time, it's been like two seasons of her thinking of leaving. And then he kind of like throws it right back in her face, which we've had this conversation before of like, it's your name on the building. And she's like, it's Lexi's name. I'm like, bitch, that's your name. It's your name. And so, I think that she, like, we've seen her fight for this hospital before, time and time again, and I think that she's gonna stay, and I think that she's gonna be interim chief, and I think she's gonna put it back together. Yeah. Like, I would love to see that. Well, and I think, too, what Jackson was saying wasn't telling her you can't leave. He wasn't saying, it's not that you're not allowed to leave, it's that you wanting to leave now is gonna burn this place down. Yeah, like, we need you right now. Yeah, like, your timing is just really bad, yeah. is essentially what he's saying. And especially with all this press that she's getting from the Parkinson's trial, and then he's like, you're just gonna leave Grace Sloan in the dust when Grace Sloan raised you. Yeah. Like, these doctors trained you and everything. But, so this brings me to the um, monologue that Meredith slash Ellen Pompeo gave in, like, couple episodes before that when nick was like maybe we stay let you figure like save this program and then we'll go to minnesota in a couple months and then meredith gave the whole speech about 
everyone else is allowed to leave. Everyone in my residence class has left, moved on to bigger and brighter things. But if I want to leave, I'm disloyal. Like, it's not fair. And when I saw that scene, the I just immediately thought of Ellen Pompeo as an actor. Yeah. Of her being like, it's not okay that everyone else gets to leave, but I don't. And I'm not saying that Ellen Pompeo isn't allowed to leave. She very much runs this ship, and if she wants to quit, she will. And she has said that before. Um, but it, it was a really heartfelt monologue slash speech or whatever, and it, I was very humbled by it I guess I was like yeah yeah girl you got a point like this show's been going on for a million years yeah definitely um a display of an actor pulling from their real life emotions let's Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. um but yeah all in all I mean we're at season 18 like we said we're in it for the long haul um we've already been guaranteed a season 19 so we'll see how they do with that um it was a good season I mean I just need them, I need Grey's Anatomy to end on their own terms. They will. And I yeah. also need them to announce when it's their final season. I really think that if 19 goes well, this is my prediction, I think if 19 goes well, I think that if they get renewed for 20, They'll I think stop. they should end at 20. I think they should end at 20 as well. I'm um, okay with that. Yeah, me too. I but it's even number. Yeah, I just need them to announce that it's the last season because I need to prepare for a full nine months that it's ending. <laughs> I also need to prepare for, like, a whole season of, like, cameos and flashbacks. That's just going to rip us apart. 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. I mean, when they announced that it was Sandra O's last season, they oh going into season two, they said this is Sandra O's last season. So the whole time, we got such good Christina yeah. in season 10. yeah. And we knew going into it that season 10 finale was her last episode and it was beautiful and they did a great job. And I just, they haven't done that for every character, which has really bummed me out. I mean, she deserved it. Yeah. I would also argue that Alex deserved it as well and didn't get it. He did not get it. Um, I mean, I could argue that Arizona and April didn't get what they deserved. Maybe they didn't need a whole season, but they could have had a better send off. I think Jackson could have had a better send off. Um, I guess for those characters, we were attached for, like, a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sandra O oh was a good 10, ten you know, front, like, an OG cast. 100%. Whereas, like, Jackson, April, Arizona, they're not an OG member. Whereas, like, if Richard decided to leave or Bailey left, they would, I would hope, get a whole last season or, you know, a good yeah. couple episodes of them leaving. Yeah. I agree. But speaking of the many cast members that have left, who would, like, okay, Besides Christina. Okay. Because I know that's what your answer is going to be. I love Christina. Who do you miss the most? Christina. Well, I just said not <laughs> Christina. Um, honestly, it's probably Alex because I really loved him. Like, I watched, I loved watching him grow. I think that's, I think that one of the things that I love about Grey's Anatomy is that it's not just, like, a drama, which it is, and it has all the drama-y things to go along with it, but it's there's some really solid storytelling in there and some really solid character arcs, and I really grew attached to Alex and his growth and the relationships that he formed. We got to see him, like, become a teacher who was, like, still kind of this, like, punky asshole, and then watching him, like, his relationship with Joe and watching him be such a stand-up guy and he was there with through for Meredith through everything and yeah I love him I miss him he's funny like yeah what about you Sam like, I, 
<laughs> like easily same. And that's that's including Derek in that. I miss Alex more. Yeah. I do love Derek. Derek I pissed me off. Like I when I tell you I sobbed, went into depression when Derek died, it was fat like facts. Like I was not okay. I will never be okay with his death. Yeah. But I miss Alex more. Obviously, we both know our answer is Christina. We miss Christina the most. But Alex, I just don't think got a good ending. I wish, honestly, I wish they had killed him off. Yeah. Rather than ruin his storyline with Joe. Yeah, that that was rough. I'm not, I don't, I guess this is a good opening to this conversation. I'm not opposed to him ending up with Izzy. I always liked him and Izzy together. So I was okay with it. I wasn't happy with it. I was yeah. really mad about Joe. I was really upset with how he just, like, up and left. Really upset that he didn't even show up in his final episode. Yeah, I don't like the way they did that at so all. So stupid. And I'm just not fully upset that he didn't, that he, like, he didn't just leave her with no explanation. Like, I was okay with him being with Izzy and whatnot. I wasn't too happy with it, but... It was fine. I just wish they had killed him instead. <laughs> yeah. That way I could have cried a little more. I did cry in his last episode, but... Well, speaking of characters that we miss, are there any characters that you, like, wish could come back? Or, like, if a character from season four can meet a character from season 18? Like, are there any characters that should have met? Oh. Yeah. I always thought it would be really great for George and April to meet. Oh, they would be so cute. Like, them just running trauma together. Ugh. I think that they would feed so well off of each other. I feel like they're two, like, Hufflepuffs, and they're just, like, such sweethearts. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Or, let's say, like, Lexi and Joe. Oh, I love Lexi. Yeah. I think they would get along really well. I just, I miss Lexi, too. Damn, I just forgot about Lexi. But I think Lexi and Joe would have good, um, like, chemistry and, like, like vibing off of each other. Yeah. And good, and good banter and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um... Or like if I take Jillian and Tessa. Like Mark and Link. That could be interesting. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Who else? Um, Derek and Schmidt, I think would be funny. I don't think they ever met. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> funny. Yes. Also Derek and Helm. Helm oh, yeah. Helm has that energy that like honestly Helm and Lexi. Like, yeah. Helm has that energy that, like, Derek had when he was teaching Lexi. Well, Helm kind of reminds me of the chick that died when she fell and hit her head. The ma- Mousy. No, Mousy. From the electrocution episode. Oh, Heather. Heather. Helm reminds me of Heather. Oh, I see that. Yeah, and Derek taught her. Yeah. Interesting. I love that I remembered her as a Mousy and oh my God, nothing else. <laughs> That group of residents was insane. Yeah. Well, then, like, Stephanie left, like, but didn't die. I thought she was going to die in that whole fire situation. That was a good episode. Yeah. Well, okay, I have a fun question for you. Yes, ma'am. What's a couple 
in Grey's Anatomy that you wish never happened? George and Izzy. (laughs) (laughs) Right off the bat. (laughs) That was so easy for you to answer. Coming up in spot number two is uh, Maggie and Jackson. Great. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's mine. Because barf. Yeah. They didn't even have chemistry. I hated it the whole time. I think another one for me would be Stephanie and Jackson. Yeah. They're, yeah. What about April and Karasik? Remember when they- Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally, Karasik would come back, like, every five episodes, and he would just be like, oh, yeah, I slept with her. And he wouldn't really say that, but basically it would come up in conversation and be like, yeah, I banged her last week. And I'm just like, what? Like, yeah. he slept with everyone? Like He really did sleep with everyone. He's insane. Um, not to mention, I mean, Karasik and Amelia, of course. Yeah, but I guess we never really saw them together in the show, though. No, I think they just, like, slept together. Um, remember, oh, did Mark and Teddy ever sleep together? They did. He tried. He tried. He tried, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, what about couples that you surprisingly liked? Huh. Um, okay. I would say Meredith and DeLuca. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Surprisingly liked them. Yeah. Um. Meredith and Riggs. Did you like them? No. No? They were fine. Yeah, fine. There's so few that I surprisingly I'll give you one that I begrudgingly, or like, yeah, begrudgingly ended up liking that I didn't like at first was Teddy and Henry, and I ended up loving them. I love them. Love them. Those seasons were the only seasons I liked Teddy as a person at all. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, I find her quite annoying. Yeah. I mean, because that was when she was, like, she was friends with, like, Arizona and Callie, and she would, like, go out with the girls, and then she was, you know, hanging out with Henry, and, like, it was so cute. And, like, teaching Christina. That was prime Teddy. Prime Teddy. And then I was really happy when they brought her back, because I loved Teddy. Right. And now I'm like, why are you doing this to her? So dumb. (laughs) Why can't I think of any other couple that I surprisingly liked? I think that's it. I mean... I wasn't mad at Jackson and Lexi when they were together, mm. but I didn't love it because I wanted her with Mark, but they were cute. Yeah. I thought I would hate them more than I did. Yeah. Um, I 1,000%, my top answer is Jackson and Maggie. Never should have happened. Yeah. Oh, I guess one I surprisingly liked was when Jackson and, and Joe, like I said before, had that, like, let's just have sex Oh, thing. surprisingly liked. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was okay with that. Or Amelia and Link. I don't know. I That's surprisingly true. like that them. That was a surprise. You know one couple that I couldn't really care less about until recently, and then I've kind of grown an appreciation for them from this latest season of Grey's Anatomy was Nico and Schmidt. Oh, okay, yeah. They kind of got backburnered a lot, which I also think is strange because they're the first gay male couple on the show. Like, we've gotten a lot of lesbian couples. That's true. Um, and now we have, like, Amelia and Kai for, like, a, a non-binary couple. I like, I don't even know. Oh, it's a queer relationship. Queer relationship, yeah. yeah. But, like, for two gay males, like, I feel like they're really backburnered. And I kind of think they're cute. Like, I just realized it recently. I think that's a good point to say that they're backburnered because I haven't really related or connected with them. And, like, I don't think that they have the best chemistry But maybe we just haven't gotten enough scenes for them. But I think that um, Nico, as a character, is, like, very 
like monotone and he's just like so flat faced yeah. and Schmidt's over here like crying and like <laughs> be- emoting like nobody's business yeah. and I feel like they're trying to give Nico that Christina Yang look about him of okay. like I only care about my work but kind of has a soft heart right I only say this because like honestly today I rewatched a couple of their scenes because with I today I caught up on Grey's Anatomy like I finished out this season so I got to watch um, when Schmidt, like, broke up with him because he, like, was going through a hard time and then Nico, like, didn't fight for him and Schmidt was like, when you were going through a hard time, I just kept showing up. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm not you. Oof. And, like, Nico's been a dick through this whole thing. Yeah. But I think it's just a, a wall that he builds. And so I went back and watched some scenes and I'm like, maybe you guys are cute. I just forgot. <laughs> like, I... Because they just don't care enough about him. But they've been together since season 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I think that one thing to say about Grey's Anatomy that we've known, obviously, this whole time we've been watching is the cast is so large that there's always so many storylines going on. So everyone can't have the spotlight all the time. And it causes a lot of, like, disconnect, I I think. I like it because, you know, we've always had a big ensemble and it's always created a lot of diverse storylines, which is really cool. But it creates a bit of a disconnect when you're like, I haven't touched in with this storyline in five episodes. What is going on here? Yeah. Um, which sometimes the, the writers do such a good job with like flashbacks and in-betweens. And we see conversations that they have in real time about things that happened in the past that we didn't physically see. So it's it's well done. But I will say that like, yeah, side characters like Nico and Schmidt. Yeah, they got pushed to the back burner. And yeah. like, we don't know what's going on. I just feel like they could have such a Cali and Arizona storyline yeah. if they would just give it to them. Like, I feel like they can handle it. It's like, Schmidt, he's a really good actor. Like, I like him a lot. And, and I did really enjoy their early scenes when Schmidt was, like, discovering his sexuality and Nico was, like, so into him. And, like, that stuff was super fun. Yeah. It was just it was just cute. And I wish they got a little more screen time. Yeah. But um, I guess since we're still talking about couples... Favorite couple? All time? All time? All time. Let's go. I don't know. Okay. It's yes, like, you do. It's, like, changed so much over the years. It shouldn't. All time. All time? All time. Jackson and April. Ugh. I have to. Really? Like, it used to be Joe and Alex, and then the way they fucked him over. It was, was it, it was Joe and Alex before? Yeah, because I really liked, like, I didn't like him with anyone before. Okay, because... I like Meredith and Derek, but I feel like they're just like so. Like I said, they're they're the constant. You don't they don't have constant. to be your favorite. Yeah, you know. And then, yeah, April, <laughs> April and Jackson and Joe and Alex, I think are up there for me. What about you? April and Jackson, fucking easiest question I've ever answered in my life. Wow. Number one, Jackson <laughs> and April, so hard. And then number two, Mark and Lexi. Mark and Lexi. 1,000%. Wow. 1,000%. Before Jackson and April got together, I was a hardcore Mark and Lexi fan. Yeah, they were pretty good. So much to the point that when Lexi died, I was like, Mark better die because he can't live on without her. I was like, it can't happen. And then when he did, I was like, damn straight. I told you. (laughs) I told you. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, Jackson and April. Like, all of their whole... I mean, I'm not satisfied with their storyline throughout the years. I feel like they could have cut them a break every now and then. Yeah. 
But ultimately, as we saw in the season 18 finale, they are together and happy, and that's all I ever wanted. Yeah, they're endgame. They're endgame. They're endgame, and I love it. I mean, they've always been endgame in my head, but... Speaking of Mark's death, do you have a favorite death? Favorite? Well, like, best? I like, don't know. Like, the like, one I cried the most at? Maybe. Um, yeah. Derek. Derek, Easily. Yeah. Cried the most at Derek. I think Lexi is a close second. I think I cried a lot when, maybe not at his, like, actual death, but, like, when we found out that George was 007, which was kind of also a death sentence. Um, and then Derek, for sure. Yeah. My thing with George is, that was when I was binging, and I think that got spoiled for me. Oh. So, I knew George died, or maybe I didn't know he died, but I knew he wasn't in the next season, or something along those lines. I will say that I thought, because I knew George and Izzy both weren't in season six, at least for the majority of it. Like, Izzy was only in a couple episodes, but I knew they had left, but I was fully convinced that Izzy would die and George would just leave. Right. So when he did end up dying, I cried a lot. I was sad, but again, I kind of... You knew. I knew something was going to happen of either him leaving or whatever. That was still such a, such a heartbreaker. Yeah. I mean, season five is one of my favorites seasons if not my favorite season actually and then I definitely cried a lot when Lexi died oof (laughs) I cried so much my my family had to pause the tv because they were like Bailey keep it together because it was like 20 minutes into the episode yeah there was still so much tv left and I could not stop crying and they literally paused and said get yourself together we need to finish this episode (laughs) I know it was bad. Ugh. I cried a lot at Mark, too, though. I know. That one was really sad. And then, no, I mean, nothing nothing beats those ones. There's been a lot. When Henry died, I did cry quite a bit. Yeah, that one was really sad. That's probably well, one of my favorite episodes. Well, or at least... Then we saw the torture of, like, Christina not knowing. And, like, yeah. Ooh. That that whole storyline was one of my favorites when, in the next episode, Teddy kept making Christina repeat what happened yeah and then you realize teddy wasn't doing it to torture her she was just doing it to understand and then christina apologized and teddy was like don't apologize that you did everything i would have done and that made me cry a lot they're they're one of my favorite like teaching yes yeah couples yeah i really and like i said i really enjoyed those seasons um what would you say are like your because like we both rewatch the show a lot yes I know for me, I only solely rewatch one through five all the time. You don't keep going? Sometimes, but sometimes not, because one through five are my favorite seasons. So okay. what would you say are your favorite seasons, like, you will watch until? I mean, I watch, for sure, one through three is, like, great. Iconic. Season four falls off a little for me. Um, and then I think, like, if I had to put a number to it, my favorite is, I mean, are five through eight. Because we have the shooting episode, we have George dying, we have the plane crash, we have, and like I said, I like Teddy and Henry, I like Arizona and Callie, and then like Meredith and Derek are finally done with their bullshit, and they're like kind of in a good place, and then, you know, there's, you know, we got Mark and Jackson and Mark and Lexi, and like, it's such a good time. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't hate those seasons. 
I just feel like I can separate Grey's Anatomy very clearly into certain, like, categories. Like, well, yeah, because certain... one through four is intern year. Which, like, why did intern year last four seasons? And then residency was a season each. Well, four, no. Four was their first residency year because that was the intro to Lexi, who was an intern, and George had to repeat his intern year. So four okay, is so when one they... one through three. One through three. Thank you. But I can split it into one through five is the OG... George, Izzy, Meredith, Alex, Christina group. Then George and Izzy leave. And then we get the intro in six to Jackson and April and all the Mercy West people. You got the merger. So I would say six through eight is another section. Yeah. And then nine through 11 or 11. That's when Derek died, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Nine through 11 would be another section because they become attending their attendings you get the new residency intern class you got joe stephanie heather mm. all these people and then after that i don't care because i stopped watching by then but nope. 12 through now you got this new category but so like usually when i rewatch, maybe i'll do one through eight or right. one through nine i usually fall off by 10 I, yeah, okay, so honestly, I used to rewatch, like, I feel like I rewatched it once a year for oh, a easy. few years there. I haven't rewatched it in maybe two years, um, but I think the last time I did it, I would, I binge, like I said, one through three, one through, you know, three and a half or four, and then I would kind of let it go and, like, play in the background while I did some other stuff, and then six, seven, eight, love those. Mm-hmm. Nine's, like, nine's pretty good, and then I have to watch ten. Really? Because if I if I make it to eight, I have to see Christina leave. Okay. Well, for me, it's like I have to see the Jackson interrupting April's wedding in ten. Yeah. But I could just watch that scene over and over again. Yeah, I sometimes love I just watch the. But I will have to leave. stop at the end of ten because eleven is when Jackson and April hit all their bumps, and then I'm like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> this ruined me. Yeah, but I will say that like, I think seasons. It's a great show from the beginning, but there are a few episodes that I will choose to rewatch um, between nine and I'll say twelve that are just great storytelling. Yeah, like we see the Jackson April flashbacks. We have the scene. I'm not sure what season it's in. Maybe thirteen is when we have the scene where Meredith gets attacked and an entire year passes. Yeah, the silent episode. Yeah, yeah and then um, also the scene when or the oh. episode after Derek dies when another year passes. Yeah, because yeah, and then so yeah, so I I really like really creative storytelling like that. Um, so I enjoy going back to watch those. I mean, yeah, one of my favorite episodes, even though it ends really sadly, is the Jackson April when they're getting divorced. When they do oh their my gosh, story. Like, do you really want this? Yes, they do their story, but backwards. Yeah. So like you see all these flashbacks of scenes that we've never seen before. So they refilmed these scenes. Well, that's also the silent episode because Meredith is watching them through her window. Well, the silent episode well, was before that. Yeah, one of the oh, scenes that I know we what episode you're talking about? Yeah, one of the scenes we saw in the Jackson April episode was them yelling at each other in the hallway that Meredith saw, and when we saw it, we were like, "What's going on?" Oh right. Then we got, well, we got that got explanation. The full episode later. Yeah, you're right. Because the last thing we saw before that whole episode dedicated to them was Jackson and April fighting in the the um, parking lot when Jackson was just trying to talk to April and April was like, I know what you're going to say and I don't want to hear it. And he's like, I wanted a divorce. I thought that's what I wanted, but now I don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And then the last, the next thing we saw was them in a freaking lawyer's office. <sighs> yeah. And then the last, ep- the last scene we got of them was them as interns, like leaning on each other because they were besties. And then she looks at him as like, "Is this really what you want?" And he doesn't say anything. And then she signs her name and walks out. And I'm like, "Why do you do this to me?" Ugh. And then we find out she's pregnant. And I'm like, "No!" And then shit hits the fan the rest of the season because yeah. Jackson turns into an asshole. It just, they really did them dirty, and I love them so much. <laughs> I just really love them. I remember when that whole episode, because they they promoted that episode so much. I remember, I remember I was, I think, a freshman at OSU at the time in my dorm room, and I remember I tweeted, when the episode was about to air, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, I tweeted, and I was like, this is either going to be the worst day or the best day of my life. <laughs> And my brother texted me about it and was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's just about Jackson and April. And he was like, oh, my God, you're so fucking dramatic. You need to calm down. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, sorry, but, like, it's, it's how true. I feel. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. That's funny. Oh, I just love it so much. This makes me want to rewatch it. Like, watching that that episode 400 and getting all those flashbacks, I was like. It was it was a really good ending. And, like, we got to see Meredith, like, looking at her younger self. And then <sighs> looking Goosebumps. at the residence room and the intern locker room. And, like, oh, it's crazy. I mean, as much as, like, I feel like I've gone through ups and downs with loving Meredith as a character herself. Um, I feel like I like her a lot in this season because she's just back to her badass self. And she's, like, spearheading medicine um, and teaching, which is something that she does really well. So... I really enjoyed her in this season. Yeah. I just miss the Meredith that was more of a person and less of a doctor at times, you know? Like, I miss seeing more of Meredith's home life and personal life and friendships. And I feel like we only see it at the hospital anymore. Yeah. Aside from her relationships. Yeah, but like, yeah, you're right. Because we used to get so much more of her home life with like Amelia and Maggie like when when those three girls were sisters and knocking down walls and like it was the three of them against the world Mm -hmm. it was so cool yeah but I just that's why I love the fruit those first couple seasons so much is because you see the interns become a family and become friends and they will do anything for each other and now that they're older like yes she's more mature and you know is responsible with her job and her career so she doesn't do stupid shit anymore but I just miss her having friends, and she also just doesn't have any friends anymore. She literally didn't even go to her own dinner party. No, she has no friends anymore. She just has coworkers. Like, yeah. Bailey's not her friend. Weber's not her friend. They're her superiors and, like, her older, like, parental figures, if you will. Yeah. Even though Bailey's not that much older than her, but still. I just, it just makes me sad. Honestly, the flashback scene that made me really be like, oh my god, I miss this Grey's Anatomy, is, like, weirdly i don't know why but it's when christina was trying on that purple dress like yes. you saw that little yes. clip yes and it was the scene where she's like i look hot in scrubs i look hot in everything but like it's, you know yeah but we saw them like going on dates and like living their life and stuff yeah but yeah i know i miss it i mean even when you go on netflix and you know how on netflix when you just hover over the show and it starts playing like a scene and the Grey's Anatomy one, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's the one where they're all in the tunnels and they're laying there and George is like, raise your who, raise your hand. Yeah. And, and does anyone else here feel like they don't know oh, what they're, they're doing? doing? Yeah. Yeah. 
every time that comes on, I'm like, oh, I want to watch it again. Me too. <laughs> it's like, cause yes, it's so good. So good. Love it. Ugh. I mean, it's been a crazy ride. Hopefully we get one or two more seasons and they end it right. I hope so. I mean, I know I said I never wanted to end, but like, I want it. I, I want it to end because it's gotten bad. <laughs> I think me too. And like, honestly, with the way that this season went... I'm a little bit nervous because I feel like the way that the season ended with, like, the residency program shutting down everything like that, I feel like we're on the verge of a new round of interns or, like, a new group of new characters, and we're not ready to dive in for, like, another five seasons to get to know these characters. So I don't know what they're going to do. I hope they do it justice. Um, We'll see. Well, also, like, do we want Merith to end at Grace Sloan, or do we want her to move on? No, she has to end at Grace Sloan. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I agree, but she's so unhappy there. No, that's what I'm saying, is I feel like she's going to put it back together. <laughs> she's going to find her fire again. <laughs> she's going to fall in love with it again. What kind of show would it be if she... What do you mean she ended? If, even if she goes for a season, she needs to come back. Like... I just... I don't know. I mean... Weber... I think Weber said it to her best when he said, Everywhere you look... That it's haunted. Like, every corner you look at in this hospital, you have a bad memory. And I just think she'll be happier somewhere else. It's also, like, not the same hospital. Like, I can just tell from the oh, set. And, like, when's the last time we got a bridge scene? Yeah. Like, the bridge, the glass walkway? With the chief's office right, right there? The chief's office I'm like, definitely the chief's moved. office moved five times. Fucking Grey's Anatomy set deck cheaping out on us. I'm just saying. I'm I just noticed. Saying. I noticed. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We are at Subtitles On or Off Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at S O O O Podcast. It's so hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, next week, we're going to be talking about Top Gun Maverick. Yes, we're going to go watch it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. It'll be good. We'll talk about it next week. And apologies to Sandra O. Oh, we could oh, not fit you in this episode. Our queen, we couldn't make time. I know. I just love her so much. She busy. She busy girl. True, true, true. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. 